This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 010, In Old England Town, Boogie Number 2. that song all about an old england town boogie number two is the opening track of electric light orchestra two roy wood is not credited on it but supposedly did some cello work on there as well as some bass this is the first on record appearance of mike albuquerque on bass as well as Richard Tandy on synthesizer and also guitar. Jeff Lynn also plays the Moog synthesizer on here and Bev Bevan of course back on drums. James Isaacs in the September 27th 1973 issue of Rolling Stone wrote this. Hear the strings on In Old England Town, Boogie Number 2, sawing away lugubriously like an aggregation of amateurs, who happen to be narcoleptics, whiling away a Sunday afternoon as Jeff's distorted vocal over a plodding melody line skewers heavy music for all time. Perhaps his biggest target is the move's own delightfully torpid brontosaurus? An Old England Town ended up being, as an instrumental version, a flip side to Showdown, which was a single on on the third day, which is the follow-up to this album. In a 1973 issue of Birmingham Post and Mail, Bev Bevan said, basically, it's an anti-pollution song. This particular version of An Old England Town basically goes through the changes of England throughout the years, from a quaint medieval setting that everybody expects to the smoky, industrial, modern England, at least modern England, of the 1970s that Jeff Lynn saw around him. One thing to remember is that not everything is like it is in the movies. When you see a movie with England, they still make it look like everything is from the 13th century, where, really, it's just as Americanized as anywhere else in America. Yeah, we've, we've done this whole thing to the entire world. That's basically what that song is getting at. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. And it's good to hear this bonus track from No Answer. Who, who knew it had uh, an extra hidden track? What with all the heavy cellos and, and all that. Yeah, that vocal distortion is back for some reason. For some reason, yeah. I 
It's the magic of Jeff Lynne. There's something about the song that I like, even though the execution I don't like. Roy Wood is still here. His obvious cello playing is obvious. Jeff Lynne has that cranky old man screaming at kids to get off in his damn lawn voice. But uh, I kind of like it, kind of eh. This is turning into more to the ELO that we know because Richard Tandy is now an official member. He's not just some guy who kind of works with him, but, but not. There are synthesizers involved. Right. And I kind of like the low uh, Moog synthesizer going on with the cellos. At least that helps. I like that organ wrap-up at the end. But all in all, eh. Yeah, we have Mike to Albuquerque on this one too, don't we, on the bass? Yes. Jeff and Bev and a little bit of Roy seem like the only ones who survived from the original band to keep going and on to this next album. Everybody else seemed to go away, and Jeff kind of had to regooberate the whole band back together again from other things. So yeah, Mike D'Albuquerque is here on bass when Roy Wood isn't playing bass on two of the songs on this album, and then he left. From what I was looking at, this is kind of like a little bit of an altered version of the live touring version of the original Electric Light Orchestra, just without Roy contributing to heavily yeah as for the song um i was reminded why i don't have it on my playlist <laughs> it's the vocals it's simply the vocals yeah i have no problem with the rest of the music in it it's almost as straight progressive rock as elo would get i think without roy wood's involvement that's where jeff lynn was thinking of going However, as usual, Electric Light Orchestra is better with shorter songs, better with very tight concepts, is actually better as a disco band almost. <laughs> and rather than as being a uh, straightforward progressive rock band doing huge, long suites of songs. And this one, again, wouldn't have been bad, but then comes that vocal filter he used on Nelly Takes a Bow and just completely ruins it. Lyrically, it's great. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably about the only time you'll find the word phallus used <laughs> in a uh, in an ELO song, but for the most part, the lyrics in it are pretty good and uh, gets its point across. Well, you have done some research because I have been hearing this song since 1984, and I can only pick out bits and pieces of the lyrics. Launch pad, uh, military, down, down, in old England town. And... Yeah, with the short song thing. I read something a long time ago, I don't remember where, that Jeff's dad said, why are you doing these long songs? You don't need long songs. And young Jeff said, well, long songs are in. And Jeff's dad said something akin to, what the fuck does it matter if it's long? Make your songs good. Don't make them long, just make them good. So right. That's why I think this is the only album with the 12-minute ELO song on it. And Jeff's dad is right. I do kind of like this one, but I like the instrumental version that's on the B-side of Showdown much better. takes the good parts of the song, cuts out the parts that seem like filler, where they just repeat over and over again their parts. And I like the keyboard synthesizer sound that is replacing Jeff's screaming at the kids voice. So a, a better version of this song is the instrumental that's on the B-side of Showdown. And I also need to say something about the album Electric Light Orchestra 2. 
The original artwork on this has got to be one of the worst album covers I have ever seen in my life. The light bulb floating through space. A little drawing that looks like a fifth grader's drawing of a light bulb flying through space. I'm so glad that for the American version, I think for almost all versions after that, they got hypnosis to do proper cover art. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that that was supposed to be the ELO spaceship. It's shaped like a giant light bulb. Fortunately, a better idea came along about five years later for an ELO yep, Simon spaceship. Says. Yeah, the Simon Says ELO spaceship. Yeah. Also, they, um, it was a, a gatefold, but when you opened it up, the way they had the star patterns, it was intended to look like the open legs of a lady. And, uh, oh, for... yeah, so, um, and then, yeah, so you go look that up and you'll, once you'll see it, you'll never be able to, to unsee it. We all have that period in our life. They were young. Jeff was in his probably mid twenties by that point, And, you know, <laughs> we'll sneak a naked lady on the cover. They'll never notice. Right. Well, I'll have to look it up for research purposes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> He doesn't even have the excuse of it being a Giger painting or something like that. Like the cover of ELP's Brain Salad Surgery, where they had to kind of erase um, a little thing below her mouth there for the album cover. (laughs) At least you have the excuse there. It's H.R. Giger. He's weird. Much better song coming up next. Oh, God, yes. I love Mama. Uh, That's an issue you should talk with your therapist about. I, yeah, now, mm, see... Now you had to go and ruin things for me. <laughs> it's your superpower. You gotta own that. Exactly. Got something to say about In Old England Town Boogie Number 2? Then leave a message on the telephone line voicemail 623 850 3375. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I liked it. Okay. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song by song podcast is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. Contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group. You can financially support the podcast by going to podomatic.com slash podcasts slash lntcs and click on the PayPal button. Next week, episode 011, Mama.